Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. In the last episode, episode 128, I talked about testing imagination. Today I want to encourage you to trust it. As Neville so beautifully teaches in his lectures and books, your own imagination is synonymous with God. God's name is I Am. And when you say I Am, that's God. If you take the Bible and read it as if you were the one talking, you'll see what I'm talking about. I am the way. I am the true reality. And I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. To know me is to know my Father. Said another way, consciousness is the way, the truth, the reality, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Imagination is the way, the truth, and the life. To know imagination is to know the Father. The Father is you, your imagination. Neville uses imagination interchangeably with God. And Christ is God in action, God imagining. I'm using several Bible verses in this episode. I have spoken with some people that are completely turned off by anything Bible-related, and I get it. I used to believe the Bible was some exclusively holy book written by and for a chosen people and used as leverage to control people and as an excuse to wage war or condemn others for, for being gay, for the color of their skin, for their religion, for anything that made them different. One verse that I misunderstood growing up is Romans 8.1. There is no condemnation for those in Jesus Christ. I was taught that those in Jesus Christ were the saved ones. And the saved ones were, you know, people like me and the people that go to my church who said the right prayer at the right church. They were the only ones this verse applied to. But Jesus is the personification of awakened imagination. The years we spend believing in a God outside of us and believing we are separate, we judge and condemn others for being different, for being what we decide is wrong. But through Jesus, awakened imagination, you see we are one, individualized, moving through states of consciousness. And then you forgive all because everyone is rooted in you. The Bible is another collection of writings like the Vedas and the Hermetica and many others, lifting the veil on eternal truths. These truths aren't just in ancient writings, though. They're everywhere if you choose to notice. You can't help but notice because you are the truth. Your awareness of being is the way and the life. So if you put yourself as the central figure of these verses, you'll see that the only way to change your life is to change what you're imagining, your concept of self, and learn to have complete trust in that self. Jesus' name means God saves, or I am saves, imagination saves. 
and awakened imagination says in John 10.10, I have come in order that you might have life, life in all its fullness. Salvation is found in your imagination. Whatever your need or desire is, the fulfillment of that need is your salvation. And that is always found in imagination. The writers of the Bible are telling us throughout Scripture, it's all over the place. Isaiah 26.4 says, Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Said another way, trust I am, imagination, because it is the everlasting rock. Psalm 62.8, Hope in Him at every hour, O people, and pour out your hearts before Him, because God is our refuge. My translation, trust in imagination all the time, because it is our refuge. Psalm 37, 5, commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will act. My translation, commit yourself to imagination, buy the pearl of great price, trust in it, and it will act. Psalm 118, 8, it is better to trust in the Lord than to trust in man, or it is better to trust imagination than to put your faith in seeming others. Again, by the pearl of great price. It's all over the Bible, showing us that our awareness of being, our imagination is God, but just believing it and knowing it are different to me. When I first started reading Neville and listening to his lectures, yeah, I started to believe it. I believed that imagining creates reality. But my thoughts would go something like this. Yeah, yeah, imagining creates reality, but why is this so damned hard? Why am I not seeing any changes in my life? Why am I bounced around like a tennis ball at a, on a tennis court, going back and forth from my preferred state to feeling like I got this and bouncing right back into the old state of fear and doubt? The answer that came up for me was because I was a hearer of the word and not a doer. I didn't know from experience the truth of the statement, imagining creates reality. I didn't trust God. I didn't trust imagination. Now, in my experience, no one just trusts someone on blind faith. Trust comes with a relationship that's built up through experience. And that's how I began to learn to trust God, my imagination. Matthew 28, 20 says, I am with you always. I am. My awareness of being, my imagination is always with me. I can't escape it. So why not decide to start understanding who I am? So I did what the Bible says. Test yourselves. Don't you realize Jesus Christ, the power and wisdom of God, is in you? The power that animates the universe and everything in it, your imagination, that's you. And test it, the Bible says. Test your imagination. And then I decided to start paying attention to what I am assuming day and night and noticing the reflection of my assumptions confronting me. Why don't you try it? Decide to be aware of who and what you are imagining. By making that decision, determining, I'm going to start noticing now, you will start to see clearly how easily you've imagined your life into existence. As you notice, don't judge yourself. 
Self-condemnation will only keep you locked into whatever hell you've imagined. Just notice it, then decide what you'd rather be experiencing. Knowing what you want, think of a little scene that implies your wish has been fulfilled and reenact that little scene until you feel the reality of it. I talk with people sometimes who have trouble uh, about this whole th imagining the scene thing, but we're really always conjuring up scenes in imagination. If I say, how's your mother? You immediately think of maybe her image, her image comes to mind, or the last time you spoke to her, what you talked about, or the sound of her voice. So you can't help but bring up images of whatever you're thinking about. So coming up with a scene that implies your wish fulfilled is not a difficult thing. Besides, it's not the scene that has any power anyway. It's what that implies, what that scene implies, and your belief in it. If you don't feel it to be true, it's not going to happen for you. When I use a scene in imagination, I usually just use sound. It comes quickly and easily. The sound of someone's voice uh, I can pull that up very quickly, and I'll use that, the sound of their voice, maybe congratulating me or uh, expressing joy over whatever that wish was, whatever that thing I wanted. Or if it's for someone else, I'll hear them being excited about the good thing that's happened to them. Again, though, it's not that, it's not the sound of their voice that fixes anything that brings it about. It's my faith in imagination. I know if I've experienced it in imagination, it must come true. It's already true, but it must come about in this physical arena. Most of the time though, knowing what I want and knowing the Father in me who gave me the desire in the first place is me, I assume that it's done, that I have it. I accept it with thankfulness. I don't say anything. I don't run around the house. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't write affirmations down to convince myself. I trust imagination. And gratitude naturally comes up. I'm excited about it. I know it's done. And I feel the reality of already having or being that. I placed my order and I trust the Father, my imagination, to bring it about perfectly. And I don't have to worry about one damn detail. And any thought I give to Oh my gosh, what's my next step? What do I need to do? I need to have a plan. Well, when I'm doing that and I'm doing it in a, in a way that I'm feeling stressed or confused, then I'm not in the state of my wish fulfilled. I'm not trusting imagination completely. So I let go. I relax and trust imagination. I lean back into the loving arms of my true self. And just as I did as a kid, I trust my earthly mother and father to take care of me. They knew what I wanted. My mom would, you know, well, both of them, but she would do the shopping mostly for Christmas. You know, I've talked about this before. I would make this huge wish list and I have it itemized with the page number and the item number from the Sears and JCPenney Christmas catalogs. But my parents would always have something else there, something that I really wanted, but I never really expressed it. And sometimes I didn't even think about it. And I realized, oh, wow, this is so cool. That's what the Father in you does. Trust imagination to bring it about perfectly. So to sum this up, if you really know your imagination is God, then you know that you already have what you want. 
Luke 12, 32 says, Your loving Father joyously gives you His kingdom with all its promises. That kingdom is within you. Luke 17, 21 says so. The kingdom is expanding within you. And there's nothing in this physical arena, nothing that we can experience here that hasn't already be, been created by God. There's nothing made that wasn't made by God. Our imagination. It's all already here. To get to that point of knowing, test it. Play in imagination. Play for every little, even silly and fun desire. The Bible tells us to. Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. My translation, have fun in imagination and it will give you everything you wish. And start paying attention to what you are assuming, your inner talk. Notice how it is perfectly reflected in this physical arena. Seeing how easily you've been doing this throughout your life, you'll begin to put all your trust in God, in imagination, in yourself. I'd love it if you'd share your adventure with me. You can reach me at feelingtwisty at gmail.com or on Facebook and Instagram at feelingtwisty. I love you. This is Feeling Twisty. Feeling Twisty.